Happy Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Packed House on KCOU 88.1 FM. We're back on Tuesdays because we are just that cool. Aiden O'Connor joining me, Mickey Doolittle, in studio. And over the phones, it's Grant Salzman joining from St. Louis. Guys, how we doing? Doing great. Um, Yeah. No complaints. Really good hockey game last night uh, on a day where the Sox didn't play, so that gave me something to do. But, yeah, other than that, pretty good. Grant, how you doing? About the same, you know. Uh, hit the links yesterday. Oh, how do we, how'd we a, do? Oh, it's not about the score, Aiden, don't you know? <laughs> it's not about the score. Occasionally, it's about <laughs> the score. I'll be heading there after this. It was Aiden, new golfer. It was a 111 in rain. You know, I don't have a problem with that, that at all. Could be worse. I don't have a problem with that. It happens. In the, yeah, you know, in the rain, rain, too. Rain adds at least 15, 20 strokes, right? Hold on. What kind of rain are we talking? If it was drizzling, this is not an excuse. I'm talking about a drizzle with like 15 Absolutely minutes of not. hard rain. Oh, okay. <laughs> Did you play through it? Oh, we played through, yeah. Okay, I like that. All right, all right. 111, you can only go up from there, or down from there. Exactly, exactly. When are we doing a packed house? Under 100 house? comes in. Listen, when are I'm we doing a packed house I'm ready when I'm that's going to be fun. Um, it's got to be when Grant comes. It, listen, it's all free. Like that's First true. week I'm back. First week he's oh, back. We're right. doing it. Aiden, I'm, I wouldn't yes, be Grant. hitting the links with you like every day at that place. <laughs> You're using me for my job? Yeah. Hey, if I can't figure <laughs> out this car stuff, then maybe I'll go out this week with you, Aiden. Okay. Oh, wait. My... I, uh, no, I'm, I'm going back to Chicago on Thursday till Sunday. Well, I'm, I'm leaving Thursday too, so that's, right. that's beautiful. All right, so packed house. We got a packed show for you, as always. NBA stuff, MLB stuff, NHL stuff. Everything's going on. The NFL's still in a little bit of a quiet season, but it's going to be a fun show. Guys, let's jump right into Warriors-Celtics maybe a little bit. Sure. They play tonight, right? They would have to. They play play tomorrow tomorrow night. How many days off do they get in between games? I feel like they haven't played in a while. It's three days. It's a travel. They've got to be traveling, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they there were three days separated game one and game two. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. And I don't know well, why. It's only, they play Wednesday, then they play Friday and Monday, and then they have another travel day for three. So I guess it was just like a game one and two that's thing, odd. and only on traveling they get three from now on. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Yeah, that's weird. I don't but know. Either way, Golden State dominates the second half in game two. Third one quarter. Of, third yeah. quarter and second half. You know, yeah, it yeah. was it they, was early fourth quarter. They came out, you know, still firing and everything, and then they kind of quieted down in the fourth. But you know, that got into garbage time and they, everything. They so. outscored the Celtics 35-14 in the third quarter, and then were outscored by four in the fourth quarter. But at that point, it didn't matter. So, no. it just foot on the gas in the third quarter, and that was kind of it. No answer. I will say I watched this game for abnormally long in the fourth quarter because. You know, normally I would have turned it off, you know, halfway through maybe with like four minutes left or at least played it in the background. But I was watching. I was engaged because of game one, because of what, you know, Boston did in that huge comeback and just no dice this time for them. Uh, Tatum, eight for 19 from the field, 28 points. But it felt a little bit quieter than that, guys. Um, what? Yeah, it, did. it felt like a lot of his points were kind of like, meaningless you know I mean when you lose by that much nothing was really important from the Celtics and kind of did the same thing in game one but his playmaking was such a big deal he had a lot of assists made a lot of opportunities 
for the Celtics in game one and game two. It just felt like he wasn't as uh, as impactful in game two as he was game one for sure. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie. I fell asleep at six o'clock on Sunday, so I didn't see a minute of this game. <laughs> I didn't. I, I I I was just thinking to myself, when did this game happen? Like I don't remember this <laughs> happening. But so yeah, I I'm gonna excuse myself from this. I Although wanna... I did see a lot of Draymond memes. He plays lineman. He just runs out there and. Yeah. He just kind of runs through everyone. I really like his play style. <laughs> I, of course, I appreciate he does. it. Yeah. Um, I want to run you guys through the plus minuses here. Al Horford minus fifteen. <sighs> Smart minus he twelve. Was terrible. Jalen Brown minus ten. Jason Tatum on his plus minus was negative thirty six. Negative thirty six. Oh my gosh. It's really really bad he in a nineteen that point whole loss. Third quarter. Yeah. So it was not it was not a pretty game for Jason Tatum. Uh, on the other side, Clay Thompson kind of had a slow game as well. Four for 19 from the field, one for eight from three. Uh, Draymond, you know, playing linebacker, like Aiden said, he had nine points, uh, five rebounds, and seven assists. I like it. Stephen Curry, that guy's unreal. And Jordan Poole, same with the Curry with 19, jo- Poole with 17. But I, I, I feel like Poole was very much a big part of why. Golden State went into halftime with the lead, especially with that huge step back three at the end of the half from like the logo. It was like a step back three from the logo. It was unbelievable. But guys, who stood out to you on this Golden State team? Jordan Poole stood out to me for sure, especially uh, his electric uh, third quarter shot. That was amazing. It was the third kind quarter. Reminded me. Yeah, it was, that the, was third the third quarter. quarter. Yeah. I'm looking yeah, at the box yeah. score right now. Kind of reminded me of that Steph Curry shot, not versus OKC, but versus. Uh, I don't remember what it was. They were wearing like the their alternate. It was like either the black. It was the with the black. Yeah, it was yeah. the black jerseys, and he made that half court shot. Yeah, I remember that. I don't remember who yeah, it was against, but I remember that. No, it kind of reminded me of that and. Jordan Poole was just really impressive, I thought, on Sunday. So I was going to bring this up next show, which this is the next show. Game one, Otto Porter Jr. The man just appears out of nowhere and just can't miss for, like, four shots. It, it was a heat check. He eventually missed one. but he So he's been hurt, right? And now he's back? And he's a solid role player for this team. He also – did you see the tweet about him and Wilt Chamberlain? Did anyone see that? No. I'll find No. It. That might be my tweet of the week. <laughs> oh, they might be related or something because they look exactly it's insane. the same. It's a tweet. It's it like, congrats yes. to Will Chamberlain on being back in the finals, and it's a picture of them next to each other, and it's wild. It it's looks, like the same mustache, it's crazy. same everything. <laughs> I did not see that. Did you see it That's now? Hilarious. Did you just look it up? No, I didn't. I'm, I'll I'm find looking it. it up. Yeah, I'll find, find it, it and then show it to me. Uh, so I was just looking at the box score from game two. Uh, slow night for Kevon Looney. Only seven rebounds. He did go six for six from the field. So, But he had a couple in a row in the Good. third quarter. That's my guy. I like him a lot. He had a couple in a row where everyone was just going crazy at Chase Center. Like, you know how they do the loony, you know, whatever. I didn't know that, but I like that. <laughs> it, it, like, continued for, like, three minutes straight as he pulls down, like, three straight offensive rebounds. It, it was awesome. That, that moment was really cool. Um... Huge, huge turnaround for Golden State, especially in, you know, in the fourth quarter hanging on. They, they're always going to have that third quarter avalanche, but they did a, did a really good job of holding on to that, playing really good defense in the fourth quarter and really good defense throughout, only holding Boston to 88 points. So any other thoughts on this one, guys? 
Mm, not that I can think. No, of. I think I think the series is kind of. I think the Celtics did get a little uh, complacent. They were comfortable. They came to Golden State with one thing in mind. And that was the win a game when game one was won. I don't think they came out the same urgency in game two, and that's what we saw. I expect game three, I think, is going to be electric at the Garden. You know, they haven't had a finals game there for a while, and I think it's going to be really fun to watch that watch these two teams play in Boston for three and four. Jalen Brown, I want to see him go wire to wire with a really good performance. He yeah. had, he had, he, I believe he started the game from three, like three for four. He got an unbelievable first quarter and then he ends up with 17 points and five for 17 from the field. Like that is not acceptable. All of that, his production came in the first quarter and then he just went dead silent. They're going to need a good performance out of him wire to wire if they want to have a chance. I agree. It's, he's a very good compliment to Tatum, but not if it's only a compliment for a couple quarters. Yeah, and that's the thing, too, is I think Jason Tatum's really good. And, I, I, Mickey, you said, like, you said that his stats were just kind of like, what was the word? I don't remember exactly what you said, but it was like an unimpressive, how many points did he have, 28 or something like that? It, it was almost. Yeah, he had 28 points. Yeah. It looked it was, a lot worse it than it looks. For almost. 19, but it's because he had to do it all. Like, he was the only guy that could score. You have Al Horford, two. Williams, two. Smart, two. Like, the highest score was Jalen Brown with 17, which is a compliment, but it can't be just those two guys. you got to get 10 out of Horford, 10 out of Smart, and some good defense. You know, it was just the support around Tatum and Brown needs to be stronger for sure. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. And and Brown just needs to be better overall. So Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, what else we got? Some NHL stuff. Oh yeah, let's go. To, Great let's game go to last NHL. night. Aiden, let's. Grant, Grant was right. Talk, talk well, some puck. First, first, let me say that Grant was right. I said the Avalanche. If I was a betting man, I would bet on the Avalanche to sweep the Oilers. You got to like start being a betting man. 600. I don't know how much money you would have won on that, but probably a lot. <laughs> I would have won a decent amount yeah. of money on that, I think. And they did sweep them, and I thought they would. I just thought the Avalanche were too good, and like I said, it turned into a goal fest and. The goal fest every single game favored the abs. I mean, really, I guess game two and three wasn't a goal fest just because the avalanche dominated. The games one and four, when you got 11 goals combined, and I don't know, there was like 100 goals in game one. That's what happens. The avalanche are really good. Yeah, they, um, it's so fun as a, a true hockey fan to watch. I'm not even saying like a true hockey fan like I am one, but I'm just saying if you really sit down and watch most of these playoff games, the Avalanche are leaps and bounds better than most every team that they've gone up against. And this yeah. is regular season. This is clearly the playoffs considering they're playing for the Cup after, what, they they beat St. Louis in six, Grant, I want to say? They did, and like, and, and four, I want to say again And who'd they play after the Blues? Well, this is who they played after the Blues. And they didn't play anyone before the Blues because they had the bye, right? There's no bye, no. Yeah. They played uh, yeah. so they the took them Predators, games. and they swept the Predators. Went to They played 14 yeah. games. It took them 14 games to get to the Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah, and the minimum you can play is 12. Mm-hmm. But, no, I was just saying, I think I made a point last show that I thought, even though the Blues lost the series, I was really impressed with them. Oh yeah, I, and I agree. This 
this reinstills my thought that if the Blues would have won that series, they'd be in the Stanley Cup because I don't think the Oilers were that, are that good of a team. I think I, the Avalanche are really good. I, and us, yeah. the Blues taking the Avalanche to six, I have hope for their future if they can keep it together. Yeah, I mean, Take I to just six games. I said it from day one, and I've I've played goalie my whole life. I'm not one to sit here and blame the goalie, but from day one we talked about the Oilers in the playoffs. I said that Mike Smith was going to be a problem, and he was. It was bad. It, Wasn't didn't he have like a clear? It's that... not. Yeah, it's not even that it's bad. It just progressively yeah. gets worse. So he had one where he went to go try to clear the puck, and then was rushed back to the goal and gave up one. The game-winning goal went five or no, the. The goal for the Avalanche to take the lead with about five minutes left in regulation was it went five hole. He should have made that save. Luckily, Drysaddle and McDavid picked him up and they scored. Oilers scored to send it to overtime, and then Mike Smith again. It was a it was maybe a high stick, a very close call, but Mike Smith was way out of position regardless, and they had a wide open net for the tap. Did you hear what the rules official said? I did not. Oh wow, you missed it. Mickey, I sent you a tweet already. Did you see that? But um, I did not. Uh, let well, that's, me, let me that's check from it. what we were talking about before. It's not the same exact tweet, but it's close. Um, and Grant, I'll try to find the one I'm talking about right now. Oh my goodness, that is. <laughs> but look at the look at what they said. <laughs> for for reference, we're we're looking at the Otto Porter yeah, Wilt Chamberlain they look very thing. Alike. But uh, Grant, oh yeah, they do. <laughs> but Grant, if you, uh, yeah, that's not the one I thought, saw before, but that one's funnier. So, uh, Grant, if you just Google, I don't even know what you could Google, but he said, I've never heard. Of, so the rules expert probably gets to go live on air for what, maybe five minutes in a total game, mm-hmm. probably less. Oh, the rules expert, like yes. the he goes, the oh. guy that like the Mike Pereira of the NHL. Yes. he's a he's a large okay. gentleman, mm-hmm. and he comes on and they show his little face in the bottom of the screen. Not Mike Pereira. Yeah, yeah, no, I know exactly guy? who. It's not yeah, Mike yeah, Pereira. Yeah, yeah. Who's the rules guy in the NFL? The rules expert. Yeah, Pereira. Mike Pereira. Does wow. It. Okay. Yeah, he does. Uh, no, him. so they they bring this guy in and they're they're looking to see if it's a high stick on the game winning goal in overtime, and this guy they show the replay twice and then he just goes oh, expletive. That's a close one. While he's still on, <laughs> it was it was hilarious. So the goal is obviously <laughs> called good and they're gonna move on, but and I think it's just like the competitor in me. Not competitor in me because I'm not out there playing. Uh, but I keep wanting to find little ways to nitpick the avalanche. And right now, the only thing that I can come up with, the only thing, and it's not even a good excuse, not even excuse, but it's not even a good way of looking at it. The avalanche have been able to score at will this playoffs. Nashville's goaltenders did not play well. Grant, I know you will be one of the first ones to say it. The Blues goalies did not have their best games, especially Huso later in the series. Well, the two games they won Mm -hmm. was when Bennington played incredible. Or the one game they won with Bennington, he played incredible. The other game, they just grinded it out. But but you can say that the Blues goaltending was not where it normally is that series. not at all. And Edmonton has debatably the worst goalie in their conference, let alone in the playoffs. So Colorado has been able to score at will just putting pucks on net. No matter who they end up against in the cup finals, whether it's Chesterkin or Vasilevsky, that's not going to be the case. And that's the only thing that I can possibly think of that would give the East a chance in the cup. I think the Lightning can beat them in the cup. But I, I really I do. I think, think I also think the Rangers can. I, I agree. I think both teams play good defense and play really well for check, and they can uh, – they can kind of slow down this avalanche team. And I think it's yeah. kind of what the blues tried to do, honestly, 
kind of set up well for them too. They just didn't have the goaltending mm-hmm. to real to to do it. And I think the Rangers and the Lightning do have that. So, so yeah, let's let's shift over. Let's talk about the goaltending. Let's talk about Rangers Lightning. Game four tonight. Rangers up two one in the series. It's in Tampa tonight. It, this has been a really back and forth series. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest. I have not just my work schedule, the way my life has gone the past week. I have watched every single Oilers Avalanche game just because I've been you know available, nothing else to do. I've watched maybe ten minutes of this series, and I'm mad at myself because I think this is a much better series. I've watched the Rangers through and through this playoffs, so I'm really excited to sit down and watch the game tonight. And I just remembered the Sox are on, so. Maybe I might have to get the two TVs going, but I want to watch this game. A little double laptop TV going. Oh, no, we got two TVs in our apartment. The kids who we're subleasing from just left them there, so it's great. And I also have one in my room, so we'll get get it going tonight. But, yeah, so I'm excited for this game. Um, I think the key for – I definitely think the Lightning have the upper hand in this this game at home, down 2-1, something to prove, you know, trying to get back, trying to tie it up. And so far, um, just all in all, it's been a very good series for Steven Stamkos, and this is kind of when he starts to turn it on. And overall, I think it's just, I've said it before about the Rangers, they have depth. They have the one through four lines. They have the D pairings. But the Lightning do too, except for I think the Lightning's third and fourth line are a little bit shakier than the Rangers. So I I really think this is, I don't want to say a toss-up, but it's going to be close. I agree. I, this is one I don't want to make a prediction on. Yeah. The Rangers lead 2-1. I will. I'll make a prediction. I, I don't care if they're up 2-1. I've taken the Rangers coming back in two series in a row. I'm going to take them keeping the lead this time and winning the series. Possibly you in You know seven. what? I got Lightning in six. Okay. All right. They're winning three in a row. I, I can 100% row. see that. Yeah. I could see Perfect. pretty much anything going this way. Or going whichever way. So, yeah, that's all I really have for the NHL unless you have more. No, I'm... I think we're good on that. Mickey, do we uh, have a quick break to take? Yes, we do. I could do a break. I'm just going to say Lightning in seven. Okay. I could, see, right. seven. I could literally see any way this series goes. Don't take my word on it. Don't put bets on my word because well, I don't Mickey, know yeah. anything about it. What was the tweet that you said? Like, this feels like a 3-2 comeback or something, and then they lost that yeah. game? Yeah, a 3-1 comeback. The Blues <laughs> won one game, and then they lost the next one. I remember seeing that, and I was like, oh. Wow. Two L's and Doolittle. Yeah, exactly. Two L's and Doolittle. There was we, three that day. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back here on the Pack Tale. Stick with us on KCOU 88.1 FM. Twisted world where artists bend backwards for benefactors and victims are to be blamed as bad actors. My, my back with you here in Columbia, Missouri. Mickey Doolittle, Aiden O'Connor, Grant Salzman on the phone right now. This is the Packed House on KCOU 88.1 FM. We've had a busy week in Major League Baseball, guys. It's been a lot of fun. Where where do we want to start with this? Let's start with the Angels. That is so depressing. 12 in a row, I yeah. think. So, yeah, make you start us off. So, shameless plug, we have a new show on KCOU 88.1 FM. My Myself and Tyler Kading, it's called The Rank. We run through weekly MLB power rankings, and this was a gut punch to just go over. It, it, it was not a fun experience to talk about. The Angels are slowly falling apart. They have... 
some really, really good players. Um, of course, you know, you have the Mike Trouts. You have the Shohei Otanis. Anthony Randone, even. You know, he's pretty good. Um, but a lot of people don't realize they have a lot of depth beyond that. And, you like know. that Marsh guy. The outfielder, long hair. Marsh is really good. Um, along with, God, uh, Patrick Sandoval. I couldn't think of his name for a second. Patrick Sandoval has broken out this year. He's been really, really good in that starting rotation. And this just continues to be an extremely top-heavy team. However, this team is not like teams in the past. This is a significantly better team than what they've had over the last, I don't know, eight, nine years. It's been, it's just, they've underperformed so much, and they do it every single year, even with a breakout from a guy like Taylor Ward. Like, Taylor Ward just came out of nowhere and is suddenly hitting, like, you know, a borderline MVP candidate, you know, despite not doing anything in the last couple of years. But this team will forever underperform, and a lot of that, we discussed this on the show this week, a lot of that falls back to Joe Madden, the the manager. I want to interject at one point, but keep going. Madden is... has some mind-bogglingly dumb and stupid moves that he makes. And Tyler told a story. I forget who the player was. I hadn't heard of this. I don't know if you guys have heard of this. Is it a Cubs thing? No, it's it's an Angels thing. It it was, I believe it was last year. He, He signals down to his guy in the dugout to get on the phones, one of his assistants, to get on the phones and get this reliever up. He did not know that that reliever was on a plane back to Los Angeles because he'd gotten hurt. Right, Joe Madden <laughs> didn't know that his own player was hurt. That is unacceptable. Yeah, probably can't do that. No, no. Joe Madden probably not. So I want this this yeah. front office, especially, and Joe Madden. If the Angels are ever going to be good, this this needs something needs to change within the organizational so structure. I, I want to jump in here because I think yeah. I know Mickey's answer, and just because after telling that whole story, it might be my same answer. Joe Girardi, first one to go. Joe Girardi got canned last week from the Phillies. Who's next? What manager has the hottest seat right now? It's got to be Joe Madden. I, I would agree. No, see, I disagree with this only because then who, I don't think who the do you Angels think it will is? do anything. No, I don't think – I think he should be, but yeah. I don't think the Angels will actually seriously do anything because it's Joe Madden. It's kind of like – I agree. I don't want to give him the same pedigree as Tony La Russa, oh, No, I was just going to say that. That's the exact same like story. A Tony La Russa. 25 and 27 with this White Sox roster probably should get him fired if he yeah. keeps up for another 30 games like this. But it's the but name. But he won't get fired. It's Tony La Russa. It's not the name. Me? It's because – Rick Hahn is not. Rick Hahn is on strings. Jerry Reinsdorf makes all the calls. Rick Hahn did not want to hire Tony Larusa, and I'm not putting any blame on on Tony or Rick. I'm putting it on Jerry right now, the owner of the White Sox, Jerry Reinsdorf. It was a buddy move. It was we're going to bring Tony back because I feel bad that we fired him. And it's just yeah, it's it's whatever now. But if things don't change, a lot of the blame is going to fall onto Tony when. There's been injuries, and there's. I'm not going to get into the Sox right now, and I don't even want to get into the Sox. I just want to tell one story when we get to our, each of our teams. So real we'll quick, get there. real quick, we are going to pause 10 seconds for station identification. You are listening to KCOU 88.1 FM. We're Whitewater Ramble. 
And you're listening to 88.1 KCOU Columbia. Yeah. So, yeah, so Tony LaRussa, not, you know, probably. He's probably top five right now if you look at people who, are, I'm not even going to say on the hot seat, but maybe deserve to not have a job. Because oh, I, I think yeah. he should be top three, top two. But I don't think he's on the and, hot seat. I don't think he And is. here's my thing yeah. is, is that looking just kind of at the standings, there's no real team other than what I would say the White Sox and maybe the Angels right now that are either that mm-hmm. are underperforming their expectations. Like everyone, uh, if I had to, Mariners, Scott Service. Mariners, yes, but it's the Mariners, you know, like. But I don't think I that's an like, excuse you can use with this team. I don't think you can just chalk it up and would, say, okay. "Oh, it's the Mariners." I, I think would, Service is I on the hot agree, seat but, as well. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Actually, now that I think about, it, I think he probably would be the next one to go <laughs> I, I agree. over Joe Madden or Larusa. Yeah. But other than those, really, the White Sox, the Mariners, and I guess the Angels. The Angels didn't really have, like, before the season, I would say that this is about what I would expect other than those couple teams, you know? Like, there's no yeah. team that I would say is doing so bad that the manager has to go right now. Mm-hmm. Which, again, that probably will change in 40 games in a month, you know? Yeah, we'll take a look at it at the All-Star break, but right now I think service is definitely a name, Madden's definitely a name, and yes, anyone else would say Larusa is a name, but just not saying what I know. It's not like I have inside information into the franchise, but I just don't think it's a move that the Sox are going to make anytime soon. I wouldn't be mad either way, whether he goes or stays, but I just don't think it's going to happen. Is Don Mattingly yeah. on the hot seat in Miami? Yeah. No. I don't think they have a good enough roster. Yeah, the pitching's been justify. great, but I don't think they have a good enough. A lot of people are under underperforming. They signed Soler. They signed Avi Garcia. I don't know how either of them are actually playing right now. I haven't seen a lot of Garcia. I give them. Avi Garcia is hitting them, 218. Yeah. I give them a year or two. I give him a year or two. And I think the Marlins should be good in two or three years. And if they're not, then I think it's time for him to go. I think he's really building up this. He's a good character guy, kind too. Of, He's a good character guy. He's a good developmental guy. So leave him for a little bit. But I think I think he's got some time still. I think he's bought himself some time just being him, really. Yeah. So one one thing I go. do want to talk about real quick with the Angels is I don't think this is as big of a Joe Madden problem as it is that it seems like every big player for the Angels went cold at the same time. Trout was Mike Trout, 0 for 26 until yes, last yeah. night. Mike Trout didn't Trout have. Shohei, their two best players have been terrible the last 12 games. Mike Trout did not have a hit in the month of, what are we in, June? Yeah, June. He, did, like, we, he didn't have a hit in the month of June until last night. And he still, you know, holistically numbers-wise, he's probably the yeah. best hitter in baseball exactly. still. I saw and, some and that's tweet. What I'm saying. It's, yeah. not that, it's not that these guys. I, every player normally has a slump in the season. It's not like I'm calling them terrible for doing that, but they've been terrible the past 12 days and or 12 games, I should say, and you slump in baseball, that happens, and it's just an unfortunate timing, honestly, for the Angels that they're slumping. It just seems like nothing can go right. You know, they lost 2-1 to the Yankees, 1-0 yesterday, 9-7 to the Phillies. Like, they're playing good enough to be in a lot of ball games. They just can't find ways to win a ball game right now. Yeah. And I want to talk real quick. Michael Walker. I saw great. that last night, right? Complete game. Yeah, complete game shutout yesterday. Pitching like 2013 again. It's 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 amazing to watch. 
Yeah. So speaking of St. Louis, Grant, how are we feeling? What's going on over there? I'm feeling great. You know, I mean. I saw a couple of good games the, against the Cubs. That Donovan guy's been great. Brendan oh, Donovan's been Brandon. amazing. He made an incredible throw to home. Speaking of Donovan, Aiden, Sunday Night Baseball, I can't even think of what the uh, play-by-play announcer's name is. But Carl he was Rouch. pronouncing his name. Yeah, he was saying Donovan, not D-U-N-O-V-A-N. Donovan. D-U-N-O-V-A-N? Yes, it is. Huh. In the Where's whole he from? game, everyone else was saying thing. Donovan. It could be an accent no, thing. like. Maybe, but Donovan, Carl Ravitch does not have an accent, and I know that yeah, from firsthand okay. experience. I've met him. Okay, well, I'm just oh, trying to think. There you go. It was, and then he, and then he said Zach. Then he said Tyler McNeil. His name's O'Neill. He said it like twice. Oh well, maybe the and guy just didn't do his research. I don't know. Jack Flaherty, Zach Flaherty, and I just oh, come on. I thought it was interesting that three pretty big names recently were all mispronounced. Well, Jack Flaherty, when's he coming back? Jack, he made a uh, rehab start yesterday. Oh, okay. That's good. So good. Hopefully soon. Yeah. Pitched three innings, I believe, scoreless. So oh, good. that's good. Um, you know, the Cardinals have been playing well enough to keep their head above water. I still don't think that we've seen the best version of the Cardinals, but uh, they're half game back with the Brewers, who just got swept by the Padres, who the Cardinals just swept. Yeah. Uh, they won. The Cardinals won three of five to the Cubs, which I'm happy with. Um, Great. Two, two comebacks and extra innings in the ninth and extras versus the Cubs to win back-to-back game and extra innings was awesome against them. Um, but starting pitching has been bad. That's just that's the only way to put it. Wainwright's literally our only good starter right now, and they're still 32 and 23. And they and we still only have four starters. We don't have a fifth starter yet. That doesn't and matter if nice. you you have the best one-two punch in all of baseball and you have a d- extremely deep line. Exactly. Exactly, and that's why I'm saying they've been doing good enough to be nine games above 500, hopefully get clarity back. And people are saying maybe Luis Castillo at uh, the deadline would be great. I think they're going to be looking to add a starting pitcher. And I think the Cardinals, I think the Mets and Dodgers are still well above them. But I don't think it would be ridiculous soon to put them as probably the third best team in the NL right now. No, I don't think so at all. I, I, they've been playing great baseball, and they're not 100% healthy. Yeah, and uh, Paul Goldschmidt probably had maybe the best month. Yeah. Ever. Which is – I which, mean, not ever. I'm sure there's a better month. Ever but for him. Maybe one of the best months. Probably the best months in Cardinals history. I'm sure Stan Musial had a crazy one. But I would say that's probably the, one of the top ten greatest months for a hitter ever, like literally in MLB history. That's how good he was. Yeah, you can never you can never say like in franchise history because you always go back and there's always you know old uh, Billy yeah. Boy Johnson and who went like twenty nine for twenty nine. Especially <laughs> when the franchise is as old as the White yeah. Sox, Cardinals, yeah, or exactly. Giants. Yeah, yeah. There's always yeah. some random guy. I, like I said, I'm sure Stan Musial had a season in the fifties or forties when he was at the peak of his powers, where yeah. he just probably hit twenty home runs and like fifty RBI. There's a but, there's a guy that is a running joke on the Sox broadcast named Zeke Benura and they pull up a stat for anything and he's close to the top of the list and like nobody's ever really? <laughs> That's awesome. he played in like the, I don't even know what. It's just hilarious. And they like pull eighteen the Yeah exactly. Like it's <laughs> Zeke Benura. Yeah and but then we Jordan no, what were you gonna say Mickey? Jordan Hicks, Tyler O'Neill's coming back, Steven Matz is coming back you guys have some serious, serious power, you know. Dylan Carlson. Dylan Carlson, exactly. Coming yeah. coming out, you know, that'll that'll and be back. Jack Flaherty coming back. And the best part is you still got old man Wainwright as probably our best 
our best pitcher right now, mm-hmm. which is just awesome. And I think right now you have the MVP front runner. I know that Manny Machado was yeah. ahead of him for a while, Mookie. but with that month of May, I think Goldie right now is the front runner. Obviously, a I lot agree. can change. When what's scary about Goldschmidt is he's one of the best second half hitters in. I hesitate yeah. to say baseball history, but in our modern Recent. game, he yeah. is he is one of the best second half hitters in all of baseball. And, this, yeah, he's, and this, if these are the numbers that he's putting up in the first half. That's that's crazy. Normally, it takes until when when it starts getting hot out is when Goldie starts getting hot. And normally, he start, takes him to late June, early July to heat up after the All Star break at least. But now. That month of May, and I mean, he's keeping it up so far in June. It's just, it's really incredible to watch, and I'm, I'm excited for this. Arnau's gone a little cold, but if you could get Tyler O'Neill hot again, I mean, he's been hurt, but that lineup, Tommy Edmond has been just one of the best leadoff hitters in the MLB recently. He just gets on base and plays great defense with the guys they have with an Edmond O'Neill, Arenado, Goldschmidt top four that's that's terrifying for any opposing pitcher yeah i agree and even like i know albert pulse isn't albert pulse anymore but then you have to face albert pulse fifth or sixth just that name in general you know is yeah that has to strike fear in an opposing pitcher just those names they have and if donovan keeps doing what he's doing i mean it's gonna be hard to keep up but he's come up and been amazing Mm -hmm. in his first month up in the bigs yeah all right yeah it's it's been exciting. Nolan Gorman has finally got called up, and he's been good. So he's been, yeah, he's been hitting some not like yeah. s- short home runs. He's been dominant. <laughs> no, he hit a tank, like 16th row in Wrigley. That ball was crushed. So the, I'm excited. I think, and they needed a left-handed six, bat, and Nolan Gorman delivered yeah. that. And Brendan Donovan has been a good lefty bat too. Yep. But you so, can't just have one lefty bat. Like you need to be able no. to go out against right-handed pitching and and throw yeah, some lefties at him. The good thing is that Edmund and Carlson, which are normally our two best hitters, are switch hitters. So you yeah. always have that too. So three or four lefty bats would be is really nice to have once we get all those guys back. So get the starting pitcher under control, and I'm excited to see what the Cardinals can do. All right, Aiden, White Sox. Yeah, so um, they just won a series in Tampa. Uh, same thing, just same story. Pitching's been fine. Offense hasn't been there, but I'm just this isn't even a story I want to tell. It's just I don't know, Grant. This name is definitely going to be a lot more familiar than you than Mickey, but Jake Berger is someone that I want no, to take some I, time I know to Jake Berger. Yeah. So, so Jake uh, from St. Louis, Grant. I don't know how familiar you are with. Uh, hold on, where was it? I had it. Christian I, Brothers I High School like- in St. Louis. Christian Brothers High School is the that's CBC. That's probably sure. the biggest high school in Missouri. Right. Yeah. Okay. So he went there. Yeah, yeah. They dominate everything. Mm-hmm. He went to uh, Missouri State. He was a Bear. Uh, Missouri Missouri Valley Conference Player of the Year. Sox took him 11th overall. He's a big guy, big bald guy. Uh, he plays third base, kind of DH. Um, and so when they first got him, he was assigned to the Arizona League. You know, the lowest of the low. Promoted to high A after just four games. He, you know, just clearly wasn't, he was a little too good to be down there. This is still in 2017. He finished the 2017 season in the minors, hitting 270, good amount of home runs, some RBIs in uh, about 51 games between two clubs. 
2018, he was invited to spring training for the first time. And right before spring training, he was in his backyard. He tore his right, his sorry, he tore his left Achilles. He was ruled out for the entire Ooh. season. 2019, he's rehabbing again. He doesn't get the invite to spring training. The week after spring training starts, he tears his right Achilles. Ooh. So that's both Achilles in the span of two years. Um, so in 2020, obviously no invite to Sox minor league camp. He played in the Car Shield Collegiate League in O'Fallon, Missouri. So I don't know where that is, but Grant, you probably do. It's on the way from yes, here to I St. Louis. Good. Okay. Harsh, yes, a lot of guys play in that about my age, yes. So, yeah, that's about your age. This guy had already been drafted and out of college for three years and had to go backwards. So he played there. Then he was invited to the Sox alternate training site in 2020. He was added to the 40-man on November 19th, 2020. That's actually my birthday. Um, and then assigned to AAA. Thank you. Assigned to AAA before the <laughs> 2021 season. Um Played in the All-Star Futures game. He was hitting 322 in AAA. Ended up coming up last year when Madrigal got hurt. Playing a little, you know, just kind of around, bad off the bench. Um, his first career home run was a pinch hit home run against the Astros last year. It was a big game. It was a night game right in the swing of the division run for the Sox. It was on uh, Fox or one of those. It wasn't like a local broadcast. So he kind of jumped onto the scene there. But the thing about Berger is when he was in those minor league leagues and everything, he was down. He, he was, he was going to quit baseball, really in a bad spot mental health-wise, uh, everything like that. He was, he was pretty close to a lot of things, and quitting baseball was definitely one of them. And he's come back now. He hit a walk-off against the Rays, a walk-off home run, I believe, against the Rays. I know he definitely hit a home run last series. He walked it off against the Cubs last week. He has been hitting the ball so freaking well lately. And it's one of the greatest things to see in baseball. Stories like this where people just pop up. So he, he is only hitting 250 on the season, but he's got five home runs, 17 RBIs. He's not playing every day. When Moncada decides he doesn't want to play and be a bum, he Berger gets to play. But the thing with Berger is he can play third base, obviously not as good defensively as Moncada. He's, like I said, he's a bigger guy. If they can find a way, and I know it's going to be tough now, but if he can shift over to second base – and replace that hole that Josh Harrison has not been hitting in, Leary Garcia has not been hitting in, and play at least mediocre defense, that's going to be a big boost for the Sox. He's a great guy in the clubhouse and just an all-around feel-good story for baseball in general. So find a way that Berger can play second base. With the roster you have right now, especially with everyone getting hurt, you're, he's not going to be able to be the DH every day. Find a way for him to play second base and let's go. In the last 14 days, Jake Berger's OPS is in the 900s. Yeah. He has three home runs, 10 RBIs. Mm-hmm. And if you're looking at the, at the more advanced stats, weighted runs created plus, he's 62% above league average. And think about I just said he has five home runs and 17 RBIs, and you said in the last two weeks he has two home runs and 10 RBIs, right? Yeah. yeah. And he, he's been up and down, so it's not like he had a horrible first two months. He was in AAA for some of it. Yeah. So that's what he's done but since coming back late, up. But as of late. Yeah. And as that's of since late. coming back up. He's yeah. been red hot. Keep him going. Uh, series against the Dodgers starts today. Did a day off yesterday, so I assume some roster moves will be coming. Lance Lynn has had two starts in AAA, I think. Maybe three. Eloy started in left field in AAA the other day. I think after this series, and then they have the Rangers at home, maybe after both of those you'll get both of those guys back. And then Tim Anderson another week or so, and we'll go from there. All right. All I Are got, the yeah. Twins going to win the AL Central? No, Aiden? no, no. <laughs> I no. 
absolutely not. I have twins winning the AL Central, but that's neither here nor there. It's 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 I don't know. It's such a weak division that it's 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 pretty much anyone's division. Yeah, it's not happening. It's the fact that the Sox are only a couple games back and they've played as bad as they have. You know they're going to play. You know they have it in them to play good. We'll just see why. It's easily the worst division in baseball. Yeah. Yes. Yes, the only if the Brewers weren't good, the NL Central would be competitive for that as well. Yeah, if but it's so top heavy. Yeah, there. exactly. Yeah. If the Brewers were close to where the Sox are right now, because you can, I won't. I'm, this is this is a friend, this little friend Grant. I was gonna say you can almost compare the Twins and Cardinals, but I don't think you can. Just because of where no. they are right now, you can't. The Cardinals no, are leaps I and bounds better. I think you can with, with wins. Obviously, they have like they're basically the same exact team, but I think the Cardinals are ten times better than the Twins. Oh yep. yeah, no, I agree. I think the Sox are the best team in that division. It's just that they can exactly. The Sox, they, gotta, been, they can. I it was really pushed by buttons the other day. I was sitting at work and they played at noon. I was watching the game and I was talking to this kid who's a Cardinals fan. I was like, the Sox haven't put up ten runs all season. I think. I think with this roster, and then they put up six runs in the first two innings, and then they end up only winning the game six to five. So, like, come on, it's got to be more consistent. I, just, I think they've done a really good job of keeping afloat. Oh, they have. With, yeah, but I don't. Run. I don't like keeping afloat. I want to put the foot on the brake and drive that boat into Lake Michigan. I, I'm not yeah, keeping just, afloat. They need to be careful, Aiden, because five is barely keeping afloat. If they somehow get to seven or eight or even nine. Maybe All Star break time. Then I think it's time to. I don't want to use, worry a little. I don't bit. want to use this as an, not even excuse. I don't want to use this as a positive thought. But starting on June 10th, the Sox have the easiest remaining schedule in the MLB. Yeah, no, but then I could say that, and sure. then they could miss the playoffs and not win the division, and it's like, oh, we're in bigger trouble than we thought. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. That's yep, all. We will. That's all. All right, we ready for some Giants? Of course. Um. So we've just come off of a series split with Miami, a four-game series. I think we can take away more of a win than it was in this series because first game, not good, 3 nothing loss. We, our bats absolutely explode in game two on Friday, 15-6 to win. And then on Saturday, we get walked off. Um, that one was demoralizing, but... We were ahead in that game for a long time, and then we win comfortably 5-1 to one on Sunday. So I, I think you could almost chalk that up to a three-win you know, three kind of thing if you know Tyler Rogers didn't blow the game in on Saturday. But I like where we're at. Um, we're not the team we were last year, which is a little disappointing. But... I was kind of expecting so. You know, you lose a Hall of Fame talent in Buster Posey, and, and you're expecting some regression, and especially some regression from the catcher position. We've talked about yeah. Joey. We've talked about Joey Bart on this on this show before. He has not been very good at all with the bat in his hand. That said, he's he's a pretty decent defender. Um, who else? Jock Peterson swinging the bat extremely well. Still, he's one of the best power bats in the national league right now. Um, Mikey Stremski, he's back. I think it's safe to say that he is back back and he has been swinging the bat extremely well. Um, 1.4 F 4 
His OPS is in the calculate this eight upper eight hundreds, low nine hundreds ballpark. I can't do math that quickly. Uh, five home runs for him. Jock Peterson is thirteen. We got the Dodgers coming up. We got Colorado at home, which should be at the very least a series win because Colorado is a horrible team on the road. Um, and then the Dodgers. Yeah, Dodgers for three at home this weekend. I will be at game one. It's rally towel night at Oracle Park. You're going to see the Dodgers this weekend, too? Uh, Yes. I think I decide. Oh, wait. Six, June 9th. When is that? Tuesday? That's Thursday. That's Thursday. Ah, It's a 110 game. I can't do it. If it was a night game, I was going to go. Shoot. I'll be I'll see the Rangers this weekend, though. We could have combined to see the Dodgers two nights in a row. We could have. How many miles apart, too? Yeah, that'd be crazy. Yeah, But, yeah, it's rally towel night at Oracle. It's going to be loud. It's going to be fun. Currently, the Dodgers have a 2 to nothing lead in the season series over the Giants, but that all changes this weekend when the Giants take two out we'll of We'll rough them up for you. We got this. There we go. Teamwork. I like that. That's a long way to travel, you know, from Chicago to San Francisco in one day, like without an off day, that's mm-hmm. that's a long way. So who who knows? Long but drive, long drive, long drive. I don't think they're gonna drive. Not a drive. Did not need to say drive. You're John flight. Madden. You're driving. He drove. He used to True. drive. Oh, he oh, was he deathly right. afraid. That. That. Yeah. He was deathly afraid of planes. That's weird. Yeah, I love John Madden. Rest yeah. in peace. R.I.P. Man. Cover of Madden 23. Good. If they didn't do that, we would have had a problem. Yeah. All right. Any questions about the Giants? I don't know. Comments, concerns. I see uh, my guy uh, Luis Gonzalez, one rookie of the week. Or yes, the year, he's not been year, but. he's been really really good. He got sent good. down. I saw that a couple of weeks ago, and that was just to make a roster spot. But okay. when someone else went down, I can't remember who. He came back up, and he's been swinging a hot hot bat. Good. He's also been pitching a little bit. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, everyone's mad that the Sox got rid of him, but you guys know who we cut him for. Jake Berger? No, Billy Hamilton. Oh, I'm I'm very, I'm fairly confident in that move. And Billy also Wait, elected free it? agency last week, so I'm just waiting to get the call. Someone, we better sign him. He's a clubhouse guy. Who's your Triple A team? Wait, did they Charlotte did Knox. they cut him to make room for their next top prospect, Fernando Tatis? Oh, Who? oh, that's awkward. I'm at, no, I'm actually not mad about that trade either. <laughs> I've grown. I've 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 come to peace with that. I the. <laughs> You come to peace with having James Shields over yeah. big game James, generational man. talent. Well, big game James knows how to ride a motorcycle, so point white That is true. That is true. Maybe, but uh, who knows if Fernando Tatis is riding a motorcycle in Chicago? You never know. Probably would have fallen off anyway. But uh, six Don't f- let Madison Bumgarner hear any motorcycles because that Why? What be happened good. with that? Oh, speaking of Madison Bumgarner, he has a new teammate, Dallas Keuchel. Oh, Isn't boy. Dirt bike? So- the, oh, this is the best-case scenario for Dallas Keuchel and the worst-case scenario for the White Sox because he reunites with Brent Strom, who was the old Astros pitching coach. He goes to Arizona where there's not a ton of pressure, and I bet he finds a way to do something, and they're going to flip him at the deadline, and he's going to be great. So it's just, it's yeah. just the way she goes. And then everyone's going to be like, man, why did the White Sox get rid of him? Oh, it's going to happen. Yeah, I'm, I'm fully it's prepared like they for say, it. they say, man, why did they get rid of Fernando Tatis? No, nah, nobody says that. All Six right, days right, ago right. was – That's enough. Um, six days ago was saw, my yeah. favorite sports. Uh, it was the Matt Elbers game six days ago. Six years ago. Time flies, six man. Six years ago. Today. Time really flies. <laughs> I remember exactly where I was. I was on my way to lacrosse practice. I was listening to the game on the radio. Uh, it's kind of like a where were you situation. 
Yeah. Like they ask you where you were when like the, one of the presidents got assassinated. I'm going to ask people where they were from the Matt Albert game. <laughs> they better know. I'm, my favorite sports day is coming up. And, uh, What's that? In a few, a few months. Uh, the anniversary. Well, not really the anniversary. It's actually on my birthday, July 1st. Bobby uh, oh, happy Bonilla Day is my. Oh, oh yes. You, yes. It's my. Mickey, when's your birthday? We've covered Grant and I's this show for October some October 9th. Reason. Okay. All right. Giants lost a postseason game on October 9th last year. Yeah, that wasn't fun. But they didn't get eliminated that day, right? No, no. Okay. What? Uh, that was later. We we probably should go, or else I'm going to get a ticket. But uh, what what's your guys? What happens when your team gets eliminated from the playoffs? What's the rest of your day like? I just, uh, just normally it's late head. at night, so it involves. That's true. Crying in bed. When the Sox got eliminated. Two years ago in the shortened season, I laid on the couch for four hours and didn't move. And I, like, did the thing where, like, you turn your head into the couch so nobody sees you. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm trying to think what happened last year. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I I remember throwing a remote across the room. Okay. The Padres one was weird when the Cardinals lost to the Padres because, like, they got just murdered in game three. They lost, like, ten runs. So it was, like, kind of one of those, like, where you come to terms with it well before, like, the game ends, you know? It's yeah. like, once it ends, like, you're not – you can't even be that, up, be that upset about it anymore. But it was a walk-off, dude. About it for two hours. But last year's – Chris Taylor, hate that guy. Uh, me and my friend were kind of watching, and his roommate was in the room with us, and his roommate was being really annoying, calling the home run. And then when he called it, we kind of just yelled at him for a minute. Or, no, he just kind of walked out of the room because he was mad. And then me and my friend kind of just stared, listened to the interviews for about 10 minutes. And it was either me or him that was like, why was Alex Reyes in yeah. the game? Like, we were just dumbfounded. We called it as soon as he got put in. I, I said we're losing this game when he was put in. And, yeah, it happened. Well, so, Wilmer Flores' check swing made me mad, but, you know. Yeah, it was upsetting. That. And it kind of was just, like, just numb for a day. And then I was – I was over it because the Cardinals were going to lose to the Giants. Eh, I, think I don't know. They probably were going to lose to the Giants. Yeah, anything can happen in a five-game series. That's true. They weren't They weren't making the World Series or winning it that year. Unless this Adam Wainwright pitched every single game. This year, this it's a different. little different. Lose, if they lose in the playoffs, it will hurt a little bit more. Yes. Yeah. Um, All i got to say is I know one team doesn't want to see us in the series, and it's the L.A. Dodgers. They have not beat us in a series for – a long, long time. Anyone remember the Matt Adams home run off Clayton Kershaw? Yeah, wow. Yeah. Uh, the Matt Carpenter home run off Clayton Kershaw? Yeah. The wow. Dodgers can't beat the Cardinals in a series. I don't know why, but they can't. <laughs> it's, a little, it's a little what Mickey likes to call a little Cardinal devil magic that always happens in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. And that happened last year. Always. Um, on that 19-game win streak, so yeah. Best thing I saw this week. Well, there, there's actually two things. One, one I just kind of stumbled across. It was uh, Eduardo Escobar's cycle. That, that was awesome. The eleventh cycle, eleventh cycle in Mets history. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. Um, I don't have a best thing I saw this week. I have a worst thing I saw this week. Some oh. woman yesterday played the national anthem on a saw. At the uh, Oakland yeah, that was Athletics terrible. Game. No, that was we awful. Live in a situ- we of live in course, a- it was in Oakland. Of course it was in Oakland. Like (laughs) 
It sounds like a ghost. Let me see what this looks like. It sounds like a ghost. Um, that's terrible. I'm not going to lie, it's awful. No, I'm not. It's nothing against her. She did a good job. You know, I don't know many other people that can play the National Anthem on a song. The A's are just pushing their own narrative at this point. But who thinks of that? Like, who grabs a saw and they're just like, I think I can play the National Anthem on this. (laughs) Like, give me a second. I might be able to break one out. Like, was it just like a family, like, Oh no no! She was gathering. There was uh, like a saw. She was like, "I can do it on that." Yeah, I can play. No, she was sitting at home plate like before the game. Like everyone, please rise, remove your hats. Some lady's gonna sit down with a saw. Like I don't even know. I just the A's aren't even trying to run from the narrative at this point. Like that's 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 insane. I can't believe they did. All right, I have a worst thing I saw. Now I have a best thing I saw. Someone stole. The 2017 Astros yes! World Series yes! sign. Yes, awesome. So basically, a stolen sign. Someone stole their sign outside of their ballpark. They know a thing or two. That's hilarious. So that's it. Best thing, worst thing. Oh, Mizzou got a five-star transfer. So go Tigers. Oh yeah, I almost forgot yeah, about same. that too. Um, and then another. Thing, just oh, sorry. Go you, ahead, Grant. No, you go Grant, ahead. What was the best thing you saw? Okay. I got two best things. The first best thing was, I don't know if you saw yesterday or two days ago when the Phillies hit that grand slam mm-hmm, with, with Bryce Harper, then they hit the walk-off three-run homer. Yes. There was a kid in the crowd mm-hmm. who was literally like, they showed praying on yes. the 3-2 count. It was very funny. Please, just something good happened. It looked yeah. like he had tears in his eyes. <laughs> it did. You know when you were a young kid and you would cry after like your team lost if you went to the game or something? You, you was oh, probably like four uh-huh. high. The Hawks lost in the playoffs. It looked like... Like a spirit was sucked out of me. I like crumpled down yeah. on the ground. Yeah, that's how I, that's when, like, when the Cardinals lost in the playoffs when I was younger, same thing. But when that walk off home run was hit, he went absolutely insane. It was awesome. He was so happy. It was, it was, it was just amazing to see. And then the other best thing I saw was you know how the United Kingdom has like four countries in it? Aiden or Mickey, you know, there's Wales, Scotland. I didn't know that. Ireland. Northern Ireland. Well, Wales qualified for the World Cup the other day, a country of only 3 million for the first time in like 66 years. That was the the scenes of them qualifying was pretty incredible to watch. Uh, Only 3 million. So that was pretty impressive. A country that tiny. My day just got ruined. Uh I forgot that summer classes started yesterday. I didn't, like, miss any oh. assignments or anything, but, like, I have work to do. That's well, That's a bummer. I don't care. I'm going to golf right now. <laughs> hey, shoot well. Hey, Real quick. Remember the, remember the saying, Aiden. If What's it's in sight, it must be right. So just remember that. What? When what you're golfing. You... If, it, if it's in sight, it must be right. I don't Even know what that you means. Even if you hit, like, a 50-yard drive. Like, let's say, you know. If you can you... see the ball, it's good. But what if yeah, even if you only hit it like, not see the ball. Well, if you I don't like that it, saying. You one only bit. hit it like thirty yards in front of you. It's better than it being in the water or out of bounds or off a tree. Or if you I hit a tree, we'll and get back to this. We'll get back to this. We'll break this. We'll unpack this. I don't know if I like that. Think about it. If it's inside, it must be right. If you can see where the ball is, what if I hit it two yards? It's you can see where the ball is better than hitting it out of bounds. Better than a taking drop. a three-stroke penalty. No, absolutely Exactly. Nope. 18-stroke penalty. Nope. Yes. No, if it's inside, it must be right. All right. Is that about it? I wanted, yeah, that's how we're ending the show. <laughs> if 
I can't remember that next time you go off. Aiden is like hunched over right now. Like he, he's not. not he's like not doing it. He's not all. going through it. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Thinking about this, like a 200-yard drive, right? I'm taking. yard drive. But you nail a tree. Put it ricochets back in the fairway. Just inside it. Must be right. Aiden has Aiden, taken off his golf, headphones. He is Grant, no longer I'm not listening. listening to you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody, so much for joining us here on the Packed House. My name is Mickey Doolittle. Grant Salzman is annoying Aiden O'Connor, <laughs> even from 200 miles away in St. Louis right now. Ooh, that's a tweet on Packed House. We gotta, we're tweeting that out. <laughs> Aiden looks a little, you know, he looks a little worse for wear right now, but he's still here. We'll be back next week on the packed house. I'll be in joining in remotely from California. So we'll have people all over the place next week. Wow. Okay. Oh boy. Make sure to join us then same time, same place. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the sports this week. All right. Thanks Grant. All right. See you boys. Yeah, you're off.